Welcome to the Small Business Show. We are created a podcast to have candid and in-depth conversations with entrepreneur and professional we find fascinating. Learn the tips and tricks for marketing, running, and growing a small business. The Small Business Show is the official podcast of Garuda Promo and Branding Solutions. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Small Business Show. My name is Swire Ho. You can also call me the promo guy. My guest today is Ben Reinberg from Alliance Consolidated Group of Companies. Ben started building his commercial real estate empire at age 24 with nothing but shoe leather and a lot of hustle. Today, he owns over $500 million in real estate across the country and shares wealth building, commercial real estate investing, self-improvement, and leadership insight and knowledge with the audience around the world. How are you doing, Ben? Good. How are you doing, Swire? Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. An impressive resume there. I wanted to find out more. You know, when you decided you wanted to get into your business at 24, you said with a lot of hustle, what would you think to achieve? And do you think right now with what you have, you think you have achieved what you wanted to do when you were 24? I think my goals have changed over the years. You know, when I was younger, I was looking to establish a business to live and create a family and be able to buy my first home and have money in the bank. I think as I've evolved every single decade, I'm 53 years old, I've evolved and my goals have changed. And so my goals today are different than when I was 23 years old, when I first got into business, you know. And so for me, uh, it's been an evolving uh, type situation. Hmm. That's interesting. Do you think everything has planned out the way that you want it? So obviously that's a loaded question. Do you think if you would start it all over again, you would still get into the same business that you're in? You know, it's it's I can't Monday morning quarterback my uh decisions, but I've had great success in this business. I've learned a lot of lessons in life, personally in business, uh, that I wouldn't trade for anything. So I could Monday morning quarterback decisions my whole career, but at that day, I'm very pleased with where I'm at. Uh, I've impacted and helped a tremendous amount of people in my career. Continue to do so, and so for me, Swire, it's really just a lot of gratitude that I have for where I'm at, and I wouldn't change a thing. I've had a lot of freedom to be able to make decisions, be able to uh, work on my terms and uh, not have to work for anyone. So uh, for me, that was the ultimate goal. When I I ask you a question, it seems like as an outsider in uh, commercial real estate, when I hear that word, I I hear that, you know, people are doing a lot of negotiation, right? A lot of handshaking. And especially I know that people who own real uh, commercial real estate, they're not easy to be found. So I would love to dive in and have you speak on your target marketing process. How do you uncover like who owns what and then motivate them to make uh, deals happen? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, we do a lot of marketing. We have a whole acquisition department where we do a lot of calling, a lot of marketing. I write, you know, it used to be a newsletter 20 years ago. Now it's a blog that we have thousands of people that read what we write every single week. So we have different marketing programs to find opportunities and then having a great conversation. Our leadership team has 200 plus years of experience. And so uh, when there's an opportunity, we jump on it and it's all about helping sellers. And when you can identify 
problems that a seller of say one of our niches swire is medical and veterinary properties to a brand new fund called the alliance medical property fund what that fund targets is specifically those owners of great assets see the human body is never going on style and so what ends up happening is between our experience level and our marketing we're able to find and uncover great opportunities and so We've been doing this, you know, for almost three decades and just have a lot of systems and processes to find opportunities uh, in any type of market. And so we f- we focus on the South, Southeast, Southwest, Mountain West and parts of the West Coast is a, a lot of where we focus to acquire assets. And so we we jump into those markets, we network, we connect with people and depending on the niche of what we're buying. So, for example, for this fund, say medical properties. It allows us to really connect and be specific how we market towards those type of sellers. That's interesting, Brian. And I think you and your team are really focused and dive deep, not only to find out what the pain point from the potential seller, you also know your market and then you actually you 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 have laid out, you know, where you actually be at, where your potential clients would be. If a small business owner would come to you for advice, because a lot of time when I have conversation with others, they would like to target everyone, right? You know, giving each your industry example, commercial real estate, that's all over the uh, country, all over the world. So why do you focus on expect, especially what you focus in and why do you suggest others should also consider this a- approach to be narrowly focused, know what they want, and that's why you know what your value proposition to those clients. Well, one, any businesses to create successes, you have to be able to solve someone's problem or a society problem, depending on your product or service. And in commercial real estate, we solve a lot of problems. It could be a tenant wants to expand locations, equipment, could be a challenge personally going on with them, could be a business challenge. So there's always an issue. And that's what creates the motivation for a seller to sell to us. With any business, to give advice to your audience is you are rewarded for focus. So you want to pick specifically the business that you want and stick with it and ride the ups and downs. Don't start jumping around and changing business to business because that doesn't help either. So find a business you could be uh, you could fall in love with and uh, and really just go for it and keep pushing forward. For the the content marketing, you you mentioned that your newsletter started as a newsletter, then you change it to a blog. How easy or how difficult it is to come up with ideas that relevant to people, and you know, do you how much research do you put in, you know, for creating your your content? Well, we put a lot of research into it. We put a lot of thought, research, figure out what our audience wants, whether it's in commercial real estate. We talk about so, for example, with one of our niches in medical properties, we talk about different topics in the healthcare space to really enhance and help. Uh, our community learn and grow with us. How how long, if you don't mind me asking you, uh, to when you see yourself initially on the newsletter? Because nowadays, you know, it get talks all about you know content marketing. Content is king. Content is king. But you know, a lot of us put out maybe a few blogs and it didn't get the result that we want, and then we just stop. Like, how should we set a time on it, or it just something that you are passionate about? doing your research, and then just sharing your thoughts uh, on on the blocks? Well, I think what you're touching on is consistency. If you're not consistent in getting, say, a blog out there or content on social media, 
you kind of fall by the wayside. So if you want to be a thought leader and generate business from it, if you're a small business owner or any type of business or a large, small, medium size, it doesn't matter. You have to consistently uh, put content there. There's so much information out there in the internet and in our world, it's like, it's just, it's overwhelming. So you only have a short attention span of the consumer of information. Yeah, that that's very interesting. And do you get feedback from people or how do you fine tune the content? Because obviously, you know, your target audience really well, you know, what is the relationship, you know, interacting with them? And do you believe in networking in uh, the commercial real estate space? Well, yeah, I mean, commercial real estate is all based on relationships. And so to get back to your first part of your question, the content is really just learning, learning what works, what how do you give value? You know, anytime you produce content, in my view, you have to provide value. And when you provide value, that's how you build your audience. And that's how you enable to provide great content. Like on my podcast, Ben Reinberg, I own it. It's specifically about adding value and providing great, great content and knowledge. So every week we bring on great guests. Twice a week it drops right now, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 a.m. Pacific. And what's behind it is, the ability to provide value and knowledge to the entrepreneur, any type of business owner, employee, anyone in their life to, uh, if they're interested in health, well, wellness, wealth building, business, commercial real estate, relationships, we touch every aspect on my podcast. And all that is the foundation is how do we provide uh, value to our audience, Swire? Yeah, I want to learn more about relationship building. So, you know, with the three decades of experience and your team, you obviously have a lot of valuable relationship. But for some of us who might start it out or maybe we wanted to dive into a new industry, what do you think is the best way to build relationship? How I feel the best way to give relationship, I wrote an article about this a long time ago, is you have to give. You have Mm. to go into a relationship and not be what I call a taker. You got to be a giver. And what that means is give referrals, listen well, find out from the other side, what are the challenges you have? What are are things I can help you with? What are your goals? And really doing a a deep dive discovery on the other person. And I think that's really a challenge for people is they're they're so enamored with talking about themselves. You know, people use the word be be interested instead of interesting, which reflects on that. And so what's important is when you're networking is give referrals after you understand and you discover what are they looking for? What are the challenge points? Okay, well, I need a new accountant or I need a new marketing director or I'm looking for a social media manager or I'm looking for someone that can help me write my content, whatever it is. And once you understand the challenges they're going through and you have a resource to help them or guide them, that to me is how you network. That's how you provide value. And, and what people don't realize is it comes back to you because what ends up happening is the other side will say, well, what do you need help with? Okay, mm-hmm. well, here's some of the things that I need help with or we're looking for resources. And that's how you become resource rich and develop into the business owner you want. Yeah, I think sometime I would say it's not, easy and sometimes you get discouraged giving referral. For example, I, I'm an ambassador for the LA Chamber I, and I do like to give a lot of referrals. That, but my wife would tell me, you know, so what are you getting back so far? Sometimes I said, uh, no, I haven't got any referral from 
those people. But I continue giving, and I do see that you know when people do come along, maybe they are in a position that uh, they could use my service. They do give me a call, so it's not a quick one and done. And it doesn't guarantee that if you give people two referrals, you're getting two referrals back. But I, I, I like your approach really to be valuable. So the next time they need a company or, or someone that is within your expertise, you know, you'll be the first one that they call. That's that's correct. Absolutely. You have to you have to really go in with a mindset of giving. That's that's what's so important when you're networking and building relationships. It's I think what turns people off, Spire, in fact I know, is when you go in and it's all about you. And that's not really a, a advantageous way to build a relationship with someone. When it's always about you and that's your attitude and your mindset going in, it won't serve you in the long term. Maybe for the short term it, it gets you what you need, but in the long term you're not gonna have a long term relationship with that person. So, so right now with your uh, your work, how often do you go network uh, for yourself and the business? Well, I, I every day. I mean, every day, whether I'm a guest on a podcast, to hosting my podcast, to the hundreds of Zoom calls I'm on every week, uh, the, you're, there's always opportunities to network. There's always opportunities to give back and provide value. How how would you value in person and? virtual networking because i think after the past two years we gotten so comfortable with virtual networking i myself uh you know went out for in-person networking three weeks ago it still feels kind of weird to me like with all the people i have to do the handshake now i can't just do wave right in 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 a zoom call so like how would you value that do you think we are going back to in person or do you think virtual give you you know you don't have to travel you can meet uh, people around the world it just depends on your business. I mean, every business has a different type of approach and structure and framework of how they do business and their process. So uh, for me, for commercial real estate, it's a very relationship, direct business. We go look at properties and resources and meet our resources and lenders. So it's a different type of business. When you're in commercial real estate, it's really uh, face-to-face and in-person has a real value to it to develop deep-rooted relationships. But some business like social media management or marketing, they're used to more virtual and it's a different approach. And so for me, I'm grateful I get to meet people in person on a, lot, on a, on a daily basis and that allows me to network. So it really depends on your business, Swire, of how you're going to grow your business and whether it's virtual or in person or a hybrid of both. I want to ask you this question. I think it's I've been hearing more, and there seems to be two camps uh, on this subject. You know, one camp is you you have to be likable. You know, people have to like you, and people obviously have to trust you before they will send you and any business or work with you. On the other hand, I also, you know, know that there are camps that you got to be yourself out there. There are people who are not going to like you. Maybe they don't like the way you talk, whatever. Then that's fine. You just have to find the people that's the right fit for you. Which side are you on, and why do you think that way? Well, I mean, you're you're never gonna have everyone love you. I mean, that's a that's a false hope and promise, especially as you're more and more business. I mean, if you're looking for people externally love you, my advice to you is love yourself. Deion Sanders, who's the head coach of University of Colorado, he had a great reel yesterday I saw, which I thought was so right. He said, he said, I don't really care about other people's opinion. I just care about opinion of myself. I, I, I should have saved that real. I thought it was so well said. You know, I really admired Dion. 
And if you think about it, he's absolutely right. It's like you you worry about yourself. You you worry about yourself. Like you you can't control what other people say there and behind the scenes. And and we live in a very society where it's very woke, and you can't say a word or a phrase without someone getting bent out of shape. And at the end of the day, you can't worry about it. It's like you just have to be happy with yourself and not worry about the outside, what people worry, think of you. And you're you're going to be criticized as you become more and more successful. You're more of a target, and you're going to be criticized. And so, how thick your skin is is gonna. And if you're happy with yourself, it really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Do you have a self talk to yourself, or do you go through a routine every day? Because you know, like you said, when you get more successful, people are going to point fingers and say things that they're not true. You know that it's not true, but then they kind of get to you sometimes. So, do you? Go through a process where you kind of give yourself the confidence, say, I'm worth it, I can do it. And especially when you walk into a, to a big deal, right? You have to be confident, you have to show the confidence so people will believe in the process. Do you have a process that you uh, motivate yourself? What I do is every morning uh, I meditate. I take mm. care of myself. I go work out. I have a morning routine. I don't check my electronics for at least 30 minutes or an hour after I wake up. And so I have a certain routine in the morning and the night uh, where I take care of, I do like a mental cleansing. And by doing that, Swire, it's allowed me to stay even keel and balance my emotions and and just have a real sense of uh, calm in my life and allows me to communicate better and deal with people a little bit better. And that was something I instituted a long time ago, and it's really benefited me. People around it, especially our loved ones, will see it too. Maybe really having a bad day, you know, dealing with horrible people at work, right? But, you know, they don't, your loved one don't need to feel that, right? So whatever that you're going through, you know, if you have a routine, you know, like like Ben, then you will do whatever that needs to be done before you walk into the door. Then you are a better person, right? You don't want to bring all your baggages with you, so to speak. And then you, you're affecting a lot of people. Sometimes I, I see entrepreneurs because we, we do work really hard and we hustle a lot and, you know, don't bring that to your loved one. And that's a, that's a great advice. Absolutely. Do you think it's easy to be done to be self-motivated as a, as an entrepreneur? Or do you think that at, at a certain mm-hmm. point, then it, it, it get to you or you know, how, how do you deal with something that, you know, you in a stressful situation, can you really trust in your ability to resolve those situations? Well, yeah, I think as, as over time, as you grow as a person and you continue to work on yourself, it's why I'm into personal development is be able to deal with stressful situations and challenges and different relationships and how to come from a state of love and not a state of fear. And so, it's more of a maturation process, Swire, that you go through as a person to be able to deal with challenges and, and tough times. It's a lot harder to understand that when you're younger, in your 20s, but as you mature and develop, uh, over time, you learn from life lessons, and that's how you deal with it. Yeah, I go through it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's easier said to be done. I'm sure that you go through a lot of experience, but it is something that can be learned. So if you think that you are losing it, right? You know, if you're listening, you think you're losing it, maybe start with a small routine, maybe start with, uh, you know, maybe not meditation to begin with, maybe even go out for a walk for 10 minutes, right? So when you're really stressful, when you want to punch the, the monitor, take a break, you know, do something else. And a lot of us, especially, you know, through COVID is we work remotely, we're by ourselves, we 
you know, the stresses keep piling up and then they don't know how to release it. So I do notice you know, there are more people, more stress, you know, after uh, coming out. Uh, do you do you notice that in, in a lot of work or what, what do you see out there so far? Well, I mean, how you deal with stress is all about how do you have confidence in your abilities to be able to manage. If you can listen and become solutionary oriented, and a lot of it's where is who you surround yourself with. If you mm. can surround yourself with great resources to help you get through challenges, that to me is the best way to, when you're younger, to be able to solve issues in your life is to be able to rely on mentors, coaches, uh, great resources around you, accountants, attorneys that will help you get through business and life. Mm-hmm. How how would you suggest you know one to get a great mentor when they started out? So obviously a mentor can change their whole career, but how do we make the appear that we're worth it so we could be you know took onto the wing or someone uh, successful already have done it to, to to teach us and guide us? What you want to do is especially on the internet, there's a lot of people you can find coaches for a specific niche. Whatever your particular niche is, you could Google and even look on Instagram and the different social media platforms and see who's out there teaching. Who can I leverage into? Who can I invest in? And, and that's investing in yourself, which when you can make that, there's no better investment swire than investing in yourself. And so that's what I would do is I would search on the internet and you could scroll through and say, who's a mentor I'd like to gravitate to that's specifically for my industry or for whatever personally I'm trying to accomplish. I think nowadays is a lot easier than, you know, when I started about 20 years ago. Now, there are not as many resources that we have right now. You know, like you said, friend, uh, you can just go on the favorite platform that you have and, you know, search for the specific keywords that you want to learn more about. There are tons of information there already. Some good, some not as good. Exactly. Ben, I want to ask you one thing. You mentioned in your bio that you are a true believer in integrity. And I could see, you know, with what you have been answering, you know, why you believe in in that way. For a business person, right, especially in the real estate world, people sometimes not telling you the whole truth. So how do you stay with your integrity and how do you use that to really motivate and then show others that you are the worthwhile person that, you know, they should be working with? Well, our actions speak for our words, Swire. That's how we, uh, we're honest with ourselves and with the, and the core values of my company are transparency, integrity, consistency, and expertise. And so me, my leadership team, all my employees, we adhere to that, those best practices and standards. And so when you have that and you adhere to that, it's real simple. So uh, we look to align our values with other people we do business with. And so for everyone out there is you have to establish your standards and what you're willing to live t- with and have you in your life. So I would say, you know, look at your inner circle and look who you're hanging out with and mm. that big inspiration of, you know, how are you, how are you conducting yourself? Yeah, I really like that. And I, I, I've heard that, you know, uh, a while ago, but thank, thank you for bringing it up. I don't need to know you, but if I know who you hang out with, I could probably tell what kind of person you are. So, you know, be mindful of who you hang out with. Maybe there are people that you hang out for fun, but, you know, for business, are there people who could bring you up to the next level? Or are there people that could really say, you're not doing this right, you have to do it, or you you brought up people telling, telling you, great, whatever that you do, you know, be mindful of really, like Ben said, who you hang out with. There's no question. It's a it's a great point. And you wanna you just wanna be very mindful of, you know, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And 
it's really important uh, just to be very mindful of who do you allow in your space every day, who's pouring into your your mindset. And so how do you really find people like that? You know, because there are people who you work with, there are people who you, you know, socializing with. Sometimes you don't pick your friends. And do you really you know, how, how do you surround with, you know, good people? Are there, you know, methods of you screening or, you know, knowing who they are, you know, to, to bring you up to, to the next level that you want to go? You have to establish your standards and, and stick to them. And when you can stick to them, that will naturally attract who you want to attract in your life. Yeah, that, that's good. Especially, you know, giving, you know, listener a, a easier example, maybe, you know, like Ben, you know, you want to get up in the morning and maybe you want to do a, a walk. Then you might want to find people or friends that might go on to a walk with you or to motivate the, the certain lifestyle uh, that you have. And so so in business, you know, you know, if you value integrity or if you value uh, the certain uh, that, that you have, you know, then there are people who are attracted to that. So these are, you know, your folks or your, your crowd that you hang out with. So Ben, wanted to find out more alliances. Can you uh, talk more about, you know, your ideal audience and then what is the best way to be, reach out to you if listeners want to learn more about what you do? Well, the best way is go out to my company, go to uh, alliancecgc.com. And you can learn more about us. We're the leaders in investing in commercial real estate. If you're interested in passively investing and building wealth for you and your family, log on. We have the new Alliance Medical Property Fund. It's open to accredited investors. We pay great returns, uh, invest in medical properties throughout the United States. It's a great way to earn income, get cash flow, have upside profit on the back end, as well as tax benefits on your investment dollars. So, Feel free to log on. Uh, feel free to follow me, Ben Reinberg, on all social media platforms. You go to benreinberg.com. And uh, feel free to listen to my podcast, Ben Reinberg, hyphen, I own it. It's on every single uh, podcast platform out there. And so feel free. We'll provide you knowledge and content and the ability to uh, really understand how to change and impact your life. Thank you so much for coming on to the show, Ben. Appreciate it, Swire. Thank you for the time. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends or colleagues who might benefit from the conversation. Any questions or feedback, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'd love to connect with you. Our show is live streamed both on YouTube and LinkedIn every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll see you next time.